Hi, I'm Louise Tryance, and in this RecTech Showdown, I talk with Andy Hallett of Showcaser. Join us to find out all about his product and how it can really benefit your recruitment processes. Well, good afternoon and welcome to the Rec Tech Showdown. I'm Louise Trites from UK Recruiter and this is a series of shows that we're doing where I talk with technology providers um, who have great products and services for recruiters, have a chat about what the offering is and how you as a recruiter can use it. So if you're watching us live on Crowdcast, feel free to say hi in the sidebar. If you're over on Facebook watching live, there's a link where you can come here and join us and join in the conversation, or we'll pick up the comments afterwards. And if you're listening on the podcast, you can easily get hold of either myself or my guest um, on LinkedIn, and I'll be sharing those links in the podcast notes. So enough of that. Um, over to my guest, and my guest today is Andy Hallett from Showcaser. So before we get into the product, Andy, could you just say hello and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, I'm Andy. Um, um, I've been in the recruitment industry since 1999. Um, I joined Huxley Associates, which is part of S3. Um, so I've had three careers in recruitment. Um, I've been a sales consultant through to manager. Um, I was commercial manager for Huxley and commercial director for the S3 group. And then um, in 2017, um, I went and worked on our new innovation and our ventures. So um, looking at um, what S3 are going to do in the future, uh, the tech that they, they'll need and um, how we really get ahead of the curve and make sure that we, um, you know, we're ahead of any disruption that's due to hit the industry. Great. So someone with a really strong recruitment background really understands what recruiters want and have created a product called Showcaser. So do you want to tell us a bit about that? Yeah, well, Showcase is um, a, a video product. We created it out of necessity, really. We um, we looked around the market. Um, there, there were some really good options around. We, we looked at a few of those. But the, the trouble being that um, we're a global staffing firm, S3, so we, we have to deal with, you know, a wide range of sectors. And we do permanent, we do contract, we, you know, we're doing, you know, employed contractor models, and, and we're global. So it was really finding a piece of technology that was, um, you know, just, just perfect for us. We, um, we looked around a lot, and, and a lot of them had some great functionality, but were also very much, they added ATS, they added CRMs, they added customer portals, and we, we've got that in our, in our other systems. We just needed this one thing that, you know, did, um, did one thing really well. So sort of just the component part that um, could go out, get videos, um, and bring them back into the system and, and work with those. So, um, so yeah, we, we didn't set out to build it, um, but um, once we built it and we've solved the problem, we believe, for S3, um, then we've got a product and we think, well, everyone else has possibly got that problem as well. And, uh, you know, that's why we're, uh, we're making Showcase commercially available. All right, cool. I'm going to ask you in a minute to explain exactly how the product works. But you, sure. just a, a question I often ask is who is the actual ideal person to buy this? I know you said about the temp and the permanent, but who would be, what recruiter would be watching this thinking, this is the product for me? Um, I, I generally think it applies to any recruiter and there's there's parts of any recruiter's business where they need to differentiate themselves. You know, they, they might sell retained business. So therefore, how do you differentiate my search from everyone else's? Um, they might, you know, have contract, um, you know, requirements and how do I make my contractors stand out? 
um, actually it might well be that you're in a very client driven market so how do I make sure I can source my testimonials and make my testimonials even more references stand out so we've built it because you know, I've got to deal with you know million dollar searches in New York we've got to deal with contract jobs in Birmingham graduate programs in Dubai um, people working in oil rigs in Asia Pacific so it's got to work across all of those use cases. So if you're a recruiter and you want to differentiate yourself to your candidates and, and your customers, we, we feel that it will be there. Okay. So there isn't really any type of recruiter who it wouldn't work for? No. And, and typically what, what I've done, I've worked on a number of change projects. And because our business, you know, in, in a lot of ways it's simple. We, we, um, we find people, we put them, um, we put them together with with customers, and um, you know our strapline is bringing skilled people together to build the future. And you know essentially that's what we've done as a group since 1986, and that's what all the recruiters out there will be doing. So um, it, it's just finding those little niches that um, that really, really do make do make a difference. Okay, cool. Can you just tell me? I mean, yes, that maybe lots of recruiters think oh, I know I know how this is going to work. But the, the, I would like you just to talk me through how this would work for a recruiter. How would you actually use the tool? How would it actually feel to use it? What would the experience be like for the, the job seeker as well? Can you just give me a couple of minutes on that? Well, there's a little bit of bad news for the recruiter because we've not made it particularly with the recruiter in mind. And although it works well for the recruiter, um, what we did was we went and looked at um, a number of systems and we went and looked at why yeah, the video technology has been around 10 years and possibly longer. So why hasn't it really tipped? Why hasn't it really happened? And, you know, one of the things that we looked at um, when we looked at the solutions is they were all really in the sort of um, gift of the recruiter. The recruiter was the one that initiated the conversation. The recruiter was the one that held the data. And when we looked actually at why um, when we built prototypes, candidates were reluctant to do it it's because it didn't look or feel like systems they'd used um, and it didn't appear on their side so literally we flipped the model we and, and having done recruitment for 20 years you know my view is it's all about the candidates if you can't get great candidates then you don't really have a product so for us what we've done is put a real focus around the candidate it's super easy for the candidate to use it's super easy for them to load in they can do it on almost any device um, and what we've really done is focus all our UI, UX on making it a good experience for, um, for the candidate. Now, that should mean that the recruiters have some great quality videos that they can then have a lot more placeable, um, just a lot more placeable candidates. Okay, and, and it's interesting, you, you just said this about um, the candidate experience. And I had a question I've just been sent in, which is about, are some candidates reluctant to use video? What's Absolutely, yeah. And um, you know, when we when we put a prototype out there, um, you know, people are very uh, reluctant to do it. What we've actually seen is, if you give people um, a reason to use it, they'll do it. So, in the same way that some candidates might be reluctant to update their CV, or in the same way that some candidates might be reluctant to travel for an interview without doing a phone interview, if there's a utility for them, if they see that there's a, a use for it, um, then and and it gives them an advantage, they'll do it. So. Um, it's a common misconception. I think as recruiters, we've been um, and, and where we've watched both um, S3, um, who are um, our biggest customer, unsurprisingly, but also as well some of our other customers. What, what you've actually seen is that where they explain the benefit of doing it and how a candidate can stand out and get their personality across, candidates have been happy to do it. The other thing that um, made people reluctant to do it was um, they were unsure that once they've done this video, um, 
who would see it um, and who would share it and where it would go. So again, we, we didn't look really to HR tech. We, we looked to the sort of the norms of the social media that we world we live in. So if you post a picture on Instagram now, you can leave it up for as long as you want and you can share it with who you want and you can delete it when you want. And it's very, very similar to the video. So if there's no utility past that, you don't want it there, you delete it. And we put that completely in the hands of the candidate. And, uh, and that's, that's massively important. That also as well makes our solution GDPR compliant because um, the videos that you share with your customers, your candidate's already given you ongoing consent. Okay, great. So in terms of how a recruiter's using the platform, are they um, asking candidates to answer specific questions? Are they giving them a free fall to talk about their background? How would I use it as a recruiter? It's really interesting. We've seen different recruiters use it in different ways and, and, and we built it as a platform. Um, um, yeah, I've seen enough um, sort of projects go where, you know, we've been very prescriptive about how this recruiter must use it in this way. And, and in a way, I'm a little bit lazy. So what we did was we built it as a platform and we watched how people use it and we watched how people have got results. Um, where we've seen it work really well is on those roles where they're, they're quite commoditized. So um, where you see, you know, people, maybe some of the graduate roles where actually it's difficult to understand, you know, one degree from another degree. And, you know, then you're looking around for work experience. But but actually people coming across in a video is a great differentiator. And um Actually, you're seeing a lot more people being very comfortable on those sort of roles because they realize it will, it will make a difference. Um, we've seen it used right at the very, very top end as well. IT directors and C-suite people because uh, that sort of level presentation is everything. And secretly, they quite like presenting. And I think they quite like being in video and um, you know coming across well. Um, another, the other thing that's been really powerful um, is as an objection handler. So one of the classic things you get in recruitment is the manager rejects the CV and you can't believe it. You think, right, okay, they've, they've missed that bit. Or actually, if I just get them an interview, I know that they'd really impress them because they're a great candidate. So what we've actually seen is literally they take the objection, and they send those very specific questions off to the candidate and the candidate will then answer that and pop back to the manager and we've seen um, basically interviews and deals happen as a result of, of that objection handling. Um, and, and actually it's really, really powerful because a recruiter might be able to come the object, overcome the objection. You know, the recruiter with the help of the candidate might be able to overcome a rejection. The manager gets it there and they, they see two things. One, they've got the best opportunity for that objection to be um, handled but also as well there's a little bit of obligation so if i've gone out of my way to do a video and to explain why actually i think you know have you seen this then that's pretty powerful as well so and yeah there's a few other things so we've we've used it so you know typically another thing when i was recruiting managers not coming back on cvs um you were running out of excuses to give them a call to oh i had a missed call you know did i you know was it from you and yeah but it was actually no we've just had a video come in from the candidate i thought i'd share it with you so um that's really really powerful as well and the ability to do personal branding personal marketing put videos in linkedin video messaging in linkedin really powerful cool i like that i think that that's what's quite good about this is there's quite a lot of scope in the way it can be used and it sounds like you're able to actually maybe give suggestions to clients too about try this or try that and i guess like you say the more you see the more that you know the, the overcoming objection idea is brilliant and i haven't heard any other product being than saying this is a great way of using that so that as a tip to a client could really make the difference between making that placement and not making that placement and you suggesting they give that a go so um over the years i mean 
I've been around quite a long time myself. Um, what would you say has changed most since you started working in recruitment? And has that led you to think this is the right time for this now? Um, I think in a lot of ways, I mean, it, it's still very, very similar um, that, you know, we, we, we're bringing people together. We're, we're making, you know, bringing people together that wouldn't have known each other. You know, it, it's pretty simple in that. Probably what's changed is the availability of data. So when I first um, came into the business, you know, we had very small database um, of, of candidates and and actually the clients didn't have as much choice. Um, the market was a lot um, a lot more immature as well. There was probably a lot less competition as well. So, but I think I think to sum it up, it's come from it's basically you know it used to be did you have the product? Did you have that person on the database? Or you know did they reply to your ad on that? Actually, with the amount of data out there, the job boards, LinkedIn Recruiter, um, people's own databases, their ability to search their own database is much much better. Um, I think it's the service wrapper that's really changed. So, so it's actually the the personal relationship. The, the the sourcing potentially has got easier. So it's not all about the product. It's the service wrapper. And and the one thing that's not changed is people buy from people. No. Okay. Um. One of the things we I saw yesterday at the um, agency expo, um, and I, and I wanted to mention this to you. Maybe we should have talked about this further through. But one of the things yesterday was talking about how video is now it's now the right time for video for recruiters do you want to just tell me a little bit more about why you feel that's the case yeah i mean i think i think what we've probably seen and um probably over the last year or two and um there, there, there's a number of players in the space and um you know but i think what we what we've sort of seen is that the, the conversation previously used to be about would you use video and why would you use video and i think I think now it's moved on to how are you using video and who are you using video with. So, so actually, it's almost like the the need for video. I think to a lot of degrees is sort of done, and 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 it's actually not recruitment that's driven that. I think you need to look at um, how my kids use their phones. You know, they 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 no longer make a phone call; they're they're talking into their phones. Um, I think if you look at even something like Instagram, which, you know, was used to be just photos and now it's all videos. And, um, you know, so I think you've actually seen a trend. Um, LinkedIn have created a lot more buzz around video. Their algorithm scores a lot higher, uh, as do the other social media platforms. So you've seen as much as a change in HR tech, you've seen a macro trend um, towards video. It's, um, it's something I do believe is that, that some of these technologies, they're not going to be used for business applications, not especially for recruitment applications until they're mainstream anyway. Yeah. And video now is totally mainstream. It's ridiculous to think it ever yeah. wasn't. But five yeah. years ago, it was, it was a tricky conversation to be having. Um, and I think that's what you saw yesterday at the expo with the number of people very, very keen to have a conversation with you was, so my next question, which fits in perfectly with that is, if a recruiter is looking at video what sort of questions do you think they should be asking i mean obviously you want them to come to you but more broadly speaking what questions should they be asking suppliers to help make the right choice um i, I think you've got to be, um, i think you've got to be clear as to what you're using video for and um there, there are some you know really good products out there and um you know the you know it, it can it can range from you know video is everyone thinks oh which video platform uh, there's going to be situations where in the, you know, in the same way that you just don't have one email system, you'll have a number of email systems. You use different types of video in different different ways, I feel. Mm -hmm. um, so I think really understand how you use it in your process and understand the problem it solves or the opportunity it creates. 
and then I think you'll you'll be able to select a, a vendor based on based on that. Um, but you know, really think about how you're doing it. I mean, I think for for us, by building it as a platform, we've seen in various different um, different sectors how people have used it to to add value. So, what sort of questions do clients ask you? Um, I mean, what what are they looking for when they come to you? So. Weirdly, we don't think we've seen a huge client demand for this. And so, so actually, the classic one I get from recruiters is um, our, well, our clients aren't asking for that. And, and there's a lot to be said for actually, well, they're not asking for that, but are you telling them it's there and it's, it's available? And, and actually, what we've seen is a number of occasions where clients haven't asked for it, but when you've delivered it for them, they're delighted. And, and they say, actually, next time we'd like that again, because that was very, very good. So we've had um, real examples where we've differentiated our service um, or we've seen our customers differentiate our service. And um, people have then come back and said, actually, that was really helpful to us. Can you do that? And we've been able to build more exclusivity around that. And um, we've been able to, and, and the other more important thing is to get candidates that might not have got a job based on what they what they had on paper, um, jobs that um, get them, you know, based on, based on their appearance of how they come across and how they actually, how they are. If you think about it, you're in an office, what, seven, eight hours a day, you talk to people, you communicate with people, you look and listen to people. You don't sit there writing notes to each other and appreciate emails and everything like that. But the, the majority of communication is actually more akin to video than it would be to, to writing resume. Yeah, no, you've brought, there's two points in there I want to bring out. So the, the, um, one of them is around the diversity piece, but I think it, I think that there are probably lots of corporate firms who use video and they're not asking their recruitment agencies to use video because they don't think they can or they would or um, you know they, they don't they, they're looking for them to add value in a different way. But I think that once like you say once recruiters do, then maybe that would give them more of an incentive to work better with them. Um, and, I, and I know lots of companies are using video direct and perhaps they're the ones who have already cut out the agency. So having that in your offering puts you back on a par with, with being able to get back in there. Um, the diversity piece. So, so um, I think that I hear, A, not all candidates like video. And I'm sure they don't all like video. But, you know, you're not going to lose a load of people from that. But the other concern I hear a lot is around diversity. So, you know, are we excluding people from the process by asking them to be videoed. You've given me a great example of how we're actually including people who would have otherwise been not considered on paper. But what do you think about the, the concern around diversity or inclusion with video? I think diversity and inclusion is a, a lot wider video, um, lot wider issue than, than video. I think, you know, um, conscious and unconscious bias lives in, lives in all recruitment processes. Um, it's very, very difficult to reduce that and understand what, what I would say is that, you know, although it can bring in that negative bias, it can also bring in positive bias as well. And we've had examples where um, people have been, you know, um, looking at you know, countries people have, um, are coming from and their, their natural assumption is uh, we're using unconscious bias. They must have terrible communication skills. And again, we've used the objection handler to say, actually, no, they come across really, really well here's what they, they would answer and here's where they've built a team. So we've seen that happen, um, but in exactly the same way, you know, the, you know when you meet someone, that, that unconscious or, or conscious bias will, will come out or when they're inducted or when they're in the workforce or in the final interview. So um, for us, you know, we, we, we will work with our customers and, and actually we will listen to our candidates as well. If there's things and features we can introduce, um, we've built out 
um, anonymous, um, um, we've built out anonymous playlists, which mean that we can submit CV without the name. Um, so there's, there's a number of things we're, we're doing and that's built on feedback from candidates. I, w I wonder whether the, the diversity, the inclusion, the, the bias question is actually one which people like me ask you more than recruiters do. I think that perhaps the reality is that recruiters are more aware that there's already bias in the system and it's people like me who keep lobbing that question at you. I think it might be. <laughs> may, may, may well be. Yeah. Um, so a question I ask everybody um, is, how is your offering different? How is it unique? How, I mean, it, it isn't a crowded marketplace by any stretch of the imagination, but there are other offerings out there. What, what's so special about what you do? Um, we, we believe that um, when, when we looked at this, we, we made it all about the candidate. So the experience um, is, is all about the candidate. So when we looked around at video, we, we, we found there are you know, problems. Um, you know, we, we looked at a number of companies and what we tended to find is why I looked at why I thought it hadn't tipped. And typically um, there was things like um, there was no um, you weren't able to reuse what you've done. So if you were um, if you were a candidate and you applied for five jobs, potentially you'd have to do five videos. Oh. And, you know, so you'd invest in doing that five times. Um, so um, then, you know, there are other things like um, that a lot of the systems were all sort of bolt-ons and they had ATSs and we've already got one of those and then we're having to double key in systems. So, you know, how do we address that? Um, a lot of it looks very uh, old sort of school and people are used to using sort of beautiful apps like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you know, that, you know, have just been, you know, great UX, UI. Um, they're all a big sort of enterprise setup, and when we try and mystery shop people to look at you know what other companies are doing and the, the you know the features and the products we should we should build, then you have to sign up to do a demo. And you know I'm used to using software where you know like today we're on um, Crowdcast. You know I've, I've signed up, created an account, and if I want to use it again, I'll use it again. If if I don't use it, I'll I'll delete it. So so actually it didn't fit any of the norm. So so for us the flip of that was it has to be portable and reusable. So if you've got a showcase or account, you can use it across any agency. You can use it to create your own personal profile and share that as much as you like. And, um, you know, it, it basically means, I mean, imagine being in 10 Facebook groups and having to sign up for 10 different logins for that. So for us, no, you're one Facebook user, you join the groups as onto the comments as, as when you want. So that's that's what we've done. Um, we're planning to do integrations. Um, we took plans to do integrations into the big CRMs and, um, and ATS systems. So, um, you know, people have made a big investment in those systems. So actually, you know, if we can support and enhance and get more value out of those systems, that's great. Everything we're doing now, um, version one is out there and um, Louise will send a link at the end of the of, of the podcast program, live stream, whatever you're on, and it will show you know how you can just go around and, and play with it and use it. Um, and version two, we've taken what everyone who's signed up and looked and done a video and said, how do I do this? And we've watched where they've done. And if there's a button in the wrong place or it's not clear, we've got some real uh, top draw UX experts that have, have gone through and, and really made it an amazing user journey. So to a long and lengthy answer to your question, um, we are all about the candidate because if the candidates don't do the videos, you don't have video platform. No, superb, great answer. Um, and that leads me on to my next question about a demo. So, you know, we, we want to see how this works. We want to give it a go. What do we need to do to get a demo? 
So um, the thing we did is just like any sort of um, product that you use, you should just be able to go on and, and play with it. So we've built um, we've built um, effectively a model where you can just go on and try it. Any recruiter can use it. Um, we don't charge for it. Um, there's a it's what's known as a freemium model. So um, the, the the link is showcaser.com um, backslash um, sign up, and um, yeah, go on try it um, now. Actually, the free version is great, and just like LinkedIn, the free version is great. But when you want to start using it more, and when you get um, effectively, you don't want some of the limits that we put on there, and you want some of the more usability features. You want your company's branding on it, so when you're sharing it with your managers or you're sharing your your your, um, your profiles, then um, then it's got your branding on it. We can talk about the um, we've got premium features, which which we do. But ultimately, we want to get people using the platform because. Actually, once the candidates start doing it, we believe that the candidates will ask the recruiters, well, actually, can I just use it? You know, can I use the showcaser I've already built? You know, I've, 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 I've got 10 Java jobs I'm going for. Um, here's, why I like, you know, here's my showcase that, that explains why I'm a good Java developer, why I like working in Java, what I'll bring to the project, and I'll just share it. So in the same way people keep CVs up to date, because they can use them multiple times, or same reason people keep their LinkedIn profiles up to date, we believe that you know so it, it's absolutely free for the candidate and and um if any recruiters want to use it they can go on they can try it if they love it then we'll have a conversation about premium the other thing to say as well is that when you send the videos out the videos don't require a login and that's really really important so if you're sending videos of candidates out or shortlist of candidates out hiring managers don't need a login to watch um, and that's really really important as well because that means that you can um add um, to your mail shots, you can add to your uh, LinkedIn um, messaging as well, um, all your posts. Okay, no, I like that. And that's great for job seekers to be able to create their own profile and share that around. And it's great for recruiters to be easily able to share their job seeker profiles with the client. I like that. So I put the link in the sidebar, I'll include it on the blog and the podcast and on Facebook too. But anyone can um, go to there and give it a go. And I think there's a link that you sent me, um, but I haven't quite finished in my hair yet um where there's something from the agency expo shall i shall i share that link on the on the yeah share, share that so we, we didn't did this for the agency expo and um, we said anyone who came to the expo um that um wanted to could could basically answer these questions we'll do a draw and um whoever's the winner of the draw will get a, an annual showcase a license um free so um, we'll pick it at random um, this solves two purposes. One, you get to see what the experience is like answering the questions and um, and you will get to see what, you know, the experience your your candidates will go through. Um, but I think I think the interesting thing as well is that um, doing video is quite difficult. So so bear in mind, you know, I run a video company. Um, the, the, the difficulty, I mean, the first time we, we allow people to record as many times as they want because we, you know, People live their best lives on Instagram. So if people are true, what we saw was that people were um, felt like they didn't answer it properly or they stopped. Not only would they stop the video, they wouldn't apply for the job because they felt uncomfortable. So what we did was we, we allow people to take it as many times as they want so they look super polished. And in the same way that you wouldn't um, ask someone to send in a CV without a spell checker or do an application in five minutes, 
you'll want to present the very best of the candidate. And actually, if the candidate presents the very best of themselves, they're more likely to do the video. So um, for us, it was it was super important that you could retake, retake. So um, to let you into a secret, um, the first three minutes of video I did on Showcase, it took me approximately 90 minutes to do because you're just so nervous about getting it right, getting it right, getting it right, because I'm going to publish it on LinkedIn. Um, and actually, once you've done two or three, you're a lot more comfortable because because actually people actually quite value the authenticity of you know going through and 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 doing the um, and doing the video and people and actually sometimes if it looks you know just a little bit too raw, uh, you can be raw and or and not too polished depending on your environment. I think I think that is a kind of the slight difference between a job seeker and someone in a position like you and I is that you're absolutely right. So for the job seeker. You don't want to send in a, a raw and authentic yeah. CV with your bloopers all over it. That's not all right. Um, but when I send you an email, if I get the letters in my name the wrong way around, I'm not actually having a panic about it. Yeah. And I think I think that's the, the thing. So as recruiters, when we're sharing content on LinkedIn and we're doing our videos on, on LinkedIn, you know, we, we can be a bit more relaxed about it. But I can understand why a job seeker would do many, many takes. Do you know how many the maximum someone's ever done is? Can you tell that? I do know it's a lot, and <laughs> the reason I'm not going to tell you is I, I knew I knew who, and and we don't we don't count them, we don't disclose them because the moment the moment you start the moment you start doing that, you know. Um, well, you're making uh, a judgment on something which is not well, the focus. And, it, and, it, and it's a tr it's a trust thing because because actually in the same way that. You know, you don't know how many times someone got that snap absolutely perfectly right when they were, uh, you know, at the bar or or whatever, and they've you know, they've, they've they've done that. So, so actually, we we allow people to. Yeah, and you're right, you make a judgment on it, and so Not so for thing. us, we, we don't we don't we don't measure it. Yeah. And no, I think that's absolutely right, and I think that's important to job seekers to know that. That, that you know when you say do as many times as you like what you're not really doing is sharing all of those hideous outtakes and um, because there's no benefit in that i know you wouldn't but i just think that it's quite amusing to know that somebody actually took 42 attempts to get their name right that could be me <laughs> well be try try and, and, and do it I will do it and then maybe if you can let me share that I'll put this onto the end of the blog post and everyone can see how hilariously bad I'm at doing it yeah of course you should be able to share it yourself it's nice and simple so oh. the whole thing is it's double-sided so okay I will do that I'll go on to the uh, the blog post so um I think we're, we're kind of more or less at the end of our time um I think we've given a really good understanding of what the product is how it's candidate centric how it works really well for recruiters how it can allow you to um give something which differentiates you to your clients and potential clients how it can add value to any part of the process and how easy it is to set up get started give it a go for free and then talk to you Andy about you know using the, the, the premium model have I covered all that in my 27 yeah absolutely I think I think the one other thing I'd probably say as well is that um it's very much a global project so I know we're, we're talking about the UK Louise but you know this works all around the world and and so um we're putting it into um into all the languages we support so very much you know if you're doing international recruitment as well this this is this has been used very very well so the, the big thing I would say is the advantage being the company we are 
is that we've got a global footprint and we'll be rolling this out. It's not just a UK thing, it'll be very much a global product. No, and that's really important for a recruitment business, either based in this country with offices abroad and recruiting abroad, or a, a business based anywhere else. So whilst we're UK recruiter focused, the podcast yeah. and the other content isn't. So no, thanks for clarifying that. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to share, I already shared in the sidebar Andy's details, how you can get hold of him. So Andy is on um, LinkedIn. You should not struggle to find him on LinkedIn, but I will share the details in the blog post and on the podcast. And um, Showcaser is a very easy website to find because it's showcaser.com. So no one will struggle to find you. Well, if you, if you invite me on again, um, I'll explain how we got the name Showcaser. Dot com and that's that's a story in a book in its own okay cool well do you know once a month we do a fun show not that this hasn't been fun but like a chat show fun show so i'll get you on for one of those um and we'll have a chat about that um so i will be back next week with a completely different offering for recruiters um and so hopefully i'll see you guys here and in the meantime try out the little um sign up on the bottom there's a call to action that you can click on if you want to click on that and you will get in touch with showcaser and give their product a go so thank you ever so much andy thanks, uh, and i'll see everyone later thanks a lot bye bye if you want to hear more from uk recruiter and recruiter zone go to the blog section on our website ukrecruiter.co.uk